Welcome to Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, the only podcast hosted by a high-achieving tech leader and certified coach that teaches you how to use proven cognitive tools to rewire your brain so you work 10 to 20% less while crushing your goals. And you'll do this in 180 days. Hi, I'm Sarah. After decades of frantically overworking, never believing I could achieve big goals in my life and feeling constantly anxious, overwhelmed, and burnt out daily at work, I finally figured work out. I learned how to work less while identifying and nailing goals I never thought possible. I learned how to feel calm, confident, and a sense of ease at work. So if you're a high achiever who wants to achieve big goals, but doesn't even think it's possible unless you work a gajillion hours, or doesn't even think big goals are possible in any way, shape, or form, this podcast is for you. I keep it simple. You'll learn the neuroscience-based cognitive tools I and my clients use daily to work less while achieving more than they ever imagined. Quick side note, you'll run the risk of being passionately in love with your career. Hey, rock stars, how y'all feeling today? I'm feeling so full of love and gratitude right now. So here's a story for you. I did not have the skill of knowing how to feel my feelings until fairly recently in my life. I spent a lot of my life resisting and reacting to my feelings, which showed up in many situations. One of them being really angry at my father for things that happened in my childhood that were completely out of his control. And four years ago, I blamed him for things in a very heated argument, and he decided not to be in my life anymore. And no amount of apologies or contact changed that over the years. Whereas I'm sure you can probably imagine I felt very sad and a deep sense of loss about this circumstance. In today's episode, I'm going to teach you how radically your life will change when you learn how to always forgive yourself. And me having the skill to know how to forgive myself four and a half years ago around my father completely changed my personal life this past week. So if you've been following me for a while or read my book, Rock Your Brain, Rock Your Life, which is available on Amazon and Barnes and Noble. And if you've read it and haven't written a review, I would love a review. So if you followed me for a while, you'll know that my parents got divorced when I was five and I grew up living with my father and my stepmother. And I know that I wouldn't be the successful, funny, amazing woman that I am today if it wasn't for my father. My father's an example of how to have a life of intention and balance that aligns with your values. He's an example of how to be successful at work, how to build an amazing group of global friends, how to have balance in your work and your life, how to take adventures and amazing holidays all around the world. And he's the reason why I love cars. One of the many incredible things we did together for over a decade all over Europe were car rallies. They were maybe just he and I, or my father, myself, my younger sisters, and my dad's wife and friends. They were just unbelievable. My father is one of my best friends. And as he shared with me this week, I was his best friend. So four and a half years ago, my youngest sister shared news about what happened to her growing up while we were lived at home. And I felt devastated and angry, devastated that this happened to my beautiful, amazing sister. And my brain believed the thought it was my father's fault. So I felt very angry at him. I said horrible things to my father. 
I was angry and mean. And the things I said to my father had nothing to do with him. They were all about me living in a state of emotional childhood, blaming him for how I feel. I was projecting my own unhealed pain onto my father. I was reacting or stopping my feelings and not processing them. I didn't have the tools to just feel the grief and sadness when I heard the news and then encourage my sister to heal herself. My primitive puppy brain believed completely fabricated stories that my father knew what was going on, that he should have protected and taken care of my sister so that she would be safe. I felt defensive and angry for about six months after the circumstance, the fight. And then I decided to do some work on myself and ask, what's going on for me? Why do I feel defensive? Why do I feel angry? I also missed my father and, and I felt the loss of not having him in my life. Understanding why you're doing what you're doing is so important. What is the real truth about you that drove you to do or say that? What is the real truth about me that drove me to do or say that? Try and stay aware and not react like I did is so much better for you and for the people around you. And yet, my friends, you're still going to blow it completely sometimes. And you've got to be able to hold the space for yourself to be in that place of having made a mistake, of having done it wrong without reacting and blaming the other person. When I asked myself why I did this, I knew it was because I had so many limiting beliefs about myself and what I could do with my life. I felt really shitty inside. I felt stuck. I had this constant feeling of feeling unfulfilled and kept thinking if I made more money or got a new romantic partner or changed some external circumstance, I would feel better. I had this consistent belief that I wasn't smart enough to do big things with my life. I had to be in that space and allow and remind myself that I'm human. I'm going to suck sometimes. I'm going to get it completely wrong. I'm going to react and be an ass. And after I processed the feelings of anger and frustration and all the negative emotion, I moved to a place of forgiving myself for loving and accepting all of me. The 50% of me that is the most amazing loving daughter on the planet and the 50% of me that screwed the pooch. So yeah, you're not going to do it right sometimes. You're going to forget an important event for a loved one. You're going to gossip. You're going to say or do hurtful things to your partner or another human. You're going to try and manipulate and control others. And it's important to just allow yourself to feel the shame of being human. When you can forgive yourself for being human, you can have empathy. And when you have empathy, you can see your shit show from the other person's perspective. This is what I did when I did the work on myself. I was then able to see what this experience must have been like for my father. It was no longer about me anymore. It was about me feeling sorry for the pain I'd inflicted upon him. So six months after the breakup and with a pure heart, I reached out to him and apologized to see if we could reconnect. I didn't expect anything in return. This move was not to relieve my own shame, which is a really important distinction here. I was not taking action so I could feel better. Remember, I got to that space where I felt better first. It is not the other person's job to forgive you, accept your apology, or stop being angry at you so that you can feel better. It is your job to feel the feelings and the effect of your thoughts in your body 
and get to that place where you can forgive yourself for being human before you reach out to the other person if you want or need to apologize to them. My father decided not to re-engage and I moved to a place of daily loving and missing him and accepting the circumstance. You may have lost that connection with that person because of the thing you've done. You may have lost your job. You may have lost your relationship. Just know that I did. I had to own that I made that mistake and feel and own the consequences of what I had done. This is how I got to a feeling of my work here is complete and it's time to accept what is. There's nothing more for me to do. I didn't try to manipulate my father so I could feel better about what I'd done. If I had tried to manipulate, I would have missed the opportunity to grow and learn about me and what's going on for me. Finding these thought work tools taught me how to feel. And I was able to move into a place of emotional adulthood and believe I'm responsible for how I feel. I'm responsible for what I think. And so within those six months of our argument, I moved to a place of unconditional love and acceptance for this amazing father of mine. So for the past three and a half years, I've just loved and missed him daily. One of the things I teach my students is to, quote, find your voice, to say things that feel authentic about how you feel, but are hard to say. So this past Father's Day, my sister, my middle sister, not my little sister, my middle sister found her voice and shared feelings that she'd been experiencing for the last few years with my father about how sad she was that we were no longer a family. And to make a long story short, this week, he reached out and said, quote, we'll find a way. I now realize that before thought work, I would have lived in a place where I had a fixed mindset and lived in scarcity. I would have thought, quote, he'll never change and the situation will never change. Now I know and believe that by forgiving myself for being human and accepting all of me, I was able to stay open to believing we would find a way someday. I also know that feeling my feelings this past Father's Day where I cried as I missed him and felt the loss and the love for him, I felt safe calling him that day. My decision to call him started a whole chain of activities that have resulted three days later where we reconnected. I'm over the fucking moon, y'all. I cannot wait to see my father in real life. I cannot wait to see his amazing wife in real life. I'm so grateful for this thought work and feeling work that has healed so much of my past. This work has taught me to feel and to decide what to think and believe about my past so it serves me. These tools are so powerful and I feel so grateful for them. So I'm going to encourage you to always start with yourself. When you start paying attention to your own thinking and your own feelings and you understand yourself, you're going to understand others more. So look at, acknowledge, and forgive yourself for being human. Process your pain and apologize if you want to. But mostly I think it's important for us to remember that when we jump into blaming someone or justifying something, we're just trying to feel better. And it doesn't work. It doesn't work to try to feel better that way. It doesn't feel better to live in shame or guilt or deny it. It feels so much better to accept it, own it, process it, and move on. There's no reason for you to feel bad about something that you did. You did something wrong. There's no reason you need to feel bad about it forever. 
Is there a reason to feel bad about it? For most of us, we want to feel bad about things that we do that we think are wrong or hurt other people. I think it's worth it to process that pain and to go through that grief and to go through the guilt and go through the frustration always, not in a way that beats yourself up and tells yourself you're a terrible person and you're awful, but in a way that says, yeah, you screwed the pooch. You probably shouldn't have said that in that way. And you probably don't want to do that again. You can see how that hurt that person. And then just be with that, be with it, be with the feelings, be in the space of understanding why you did it, how you could have made that mistake, forgiving yourself for being human, processing the feeling, apologizing, and then moving on. Owning your life means owning that life is 50-50. It's the perfect balance between positive and negative. And human beings are awesome and awful. And that includes me and you. I also believe that when you've mastered the skill of forgiving yourself for being human, you take more chances. You put yourself out there more. You say more things. You take risks. You show up more. Kind of like what my sister did on Father's Day. This means you will grow more confidence and belief in yourself. So if you're going after your big goals and dreams, you're going to screw the pooch sometimes. You're going to get it wrong. You're going to hurt people. And so my advice is don't react like I did. Look inside. Understand what's going on for you and process the pain. And if you do screw up, forgive yourself for being a human being and move on. I want you to know no matter what it is, no matter what you've done, no matter how much you wish you hadn't done it, no matter how much of a mistake it was, or maybe you did it on purpose, whatever, I understand. You're human. And there's no reason to beat yourself up forever on it. There's no reason to deny those feelings about it. Process them. It's okay that you got that one wrong. It's okay you made a mistake. It's okay. You're a human being and you're going to get it wrong half the time. So always forgive yourself. Then apologize, which is the easiest thing you can do in the world. If you notice resistance to authentically apologizing, you have more internal work to do. I have no shame in accepting something as my fault, even if it isn't. Fighting or disagreeing is the opposite to me of feeling connected. I crave connection. Humans crave connection. So if you notice feeling angry or you want to fight or blame others or you're defending yourself, ask yourself, hey, love, what's going on? What is my opportunity to learn something about myself? How can I grow belief in myself and some self-confidence? We're all humans doing the best we can every day. So love and forgive yourself always. I love you. If you're loving what you're learning in this podcast, you have to come and check out the Rockstar program. It's my coaching program where we take these neuroscience-based cognitive tools and we use them daily to break through burnout so you can fall passionately in love with your career. So join me over at sarahmoody.com. I would love to have you join me. You can also follow me at Sarah L. Moody on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. I can't wait to see you.